All news. All for Texas. This is Texas News Radio. I'm Dennis Foley. Coming up, two helicopters collide over a South Texas ranch, killing two people. A staggering damage assessment from the Dallas Tornadoes. I'm ABC's Jim Ryan. The story is coming up. Major League Baseball will be taking a closer look at some comments made by the Astros front office after their American League championship victory. And one state's looking to ban the B word. This is Texas News Radio from 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Two small helicopters collided over a ranch in South Texas, killing two men. DPS says the copters struck midair this morning near Hebronville, which is about 160 miles south of San Antonio. One helicopter was able to land. One person in that helicopter was hurt. The other crashed after the collision, killing the two people on that aircraft. The cause of the crash is being investigated. Three days after a cluster of tornadoes touched down in and around Dallas, seven public schools remain closed today, partly because of structural damage and partly because of power outages. Thomas Jefferson High School wasn't destroyed by the Sunday night tornado, but repairs will take the rest of the academic year. So the 1,700 students are being moved into the disused Thomas Edison Elementary where teachers are quickly setting up classrooms. I knew that our kids had to come first and any normalcy that I can give my kids is what we're going to do. In all, nearly a thousand buildings in Dallas sustained some level of damage. Officials in four affected suburbs are still doing assessments. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. A judge has ordered another psychiatric examination for a teenager charged in a mass shooting at a Texas high school last year. The Galveston County Daily News says the judge also issued a gag order yesterday in the case of Demetrius Porchikas. He's charged with capital murder for the Santa Fe High School attack that left 10 people dead and 13 wounded. The evaluation will help determine if Porchikas is mentally competent to stand trial next year. The shooter's attorney argued in August that Porchikas' mental health had deteriorated since his arrest and that he had no understanding of the legal proceedings. A federal ballistics database is... Uh, has helped officials narrow the focus of more than 60 murders in Houston to gang activity. Authorities in Houston say the federal ballistics database helped tie together more than 60 deaths in the last six years that otherwise appeared to be unconnected crimes. The database has been around for close to 20 years, but some critics question the accuracy of the science behind it. In Houston, the database has proved successful, bringing to light a deadly gang war. And last year, the database helped solve the drive-by shooting death of an aspiring rapper. It's believed his death was tied to a feud between two gangs. That's correspondent Clayton Neville. KTSA AccuWeather. Clear to partly cloudy tonight, low 66, and mostly cloudy tomorrow with an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, high 83. Breezy tomorrow night with periods of rain, which may be heavy at times. There can also be a thunderstorm late. Watch out for flash flooding, low 43 in the hill country, 48 along the river walk. A lingering morning shower, otherwise breezy Friday with more clouds than sun, high 64. I'm meteorologist Carl Erickson with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. The Washington Nationals beat the Houston Astros 5-4 in Game 1 of the World Series last night. It was historic. The Nationals take Game 1. The call on Fox Sports. National fans who made the trip here to Houston were elated. Day 1! Day 1! It's the first time any Washington team has won a World Series game since the 1930s. That team was the original Washington Senators. First World Series in our lifetime since 33. This is insane. And for this Washington team, the Nationals, everything last night was a first pitcher Sean Doolittle. To be a part of that um, 
It feels really cool. Tonight, the two teams face off in Game 2. Steve Futterman, CBS News at the World Series in Houston. A new study says this year's World Series participants are not among the top 15 baseball cities in the country. Wallet Hub ranked the top baseball cities in America with the AL champion Astros home city Houston ranked as 16th best, while the Nationals home of Washington, D.C. came in at number 20. The study looked at 31 key metrics, ranging from the performance level of the teams to average ticket prices to stadium availability and accessibility. New York came in as the best baseball town in America, followed by Los Angeles, St. Louis, Boston, and Chicago. Phoenix has the cheapest average ticket price, while Cincinnati has the most accessible stadium. I'm John Stolness. And Arlington was eighth on that list. Three of the Guadalupe Valley lakes that are planned to be drained are reopened for recreation except for off-limits areas near the dams. The affected lakes are Lake McQueenie, Placid, and Meadow. And the Guadalupe Blanco River Authority announced plans earlier this year to drain the lakes, including Lake Gonzales, after the dams collapsed at two of the authority's other lakes. The plan was put on hold after Lakeside residents sued and a judge issued a temporary injunction last month. The case continues in court next year. Some Georgia sex offenders are taking the sheriff to court over a Halloween warning. Three sex offenders in Butts County, Georgia, near Macon, have filed a lawsuit to stop the sheriff from putting signs that read, no trick-or-treating here, in the front yards of their homes. Sheriff Gary Long. There's some sex offenders that uh, that's not happy, uh, but I'm not really in the business of making them happy. I'm in the business of keeping safe communities and making sure our children is protected. Among other things, the sex offenders say deputies trespassed on their property by putting up the signs without permission. Jim Crisula, CBS News. This is Texas News Radio. I'm James Pledger in Major League Baseball. The Houston Astros are looking to bounce back tonight in Game 2 of the World Series after falling in Game 1 last night to the Washington Nationals 5-4 at the Juice Box. George Springer set a Major League record in the loss with his fifth straight World Series game with a homer as he went 2-3 for three with a solo shot and two RBI. Garrett Cole suffered his first loss in 25 starts, dating back to May 22nd after he gave up five runs in seven innings. Houston looks to even things back up in this series when they continue it tonight from Minute Maid Park with first pitch set for 7.07. You can catch that game right here on ESPN San Antonio. It all starts at 6 o'clock with the pregame. The Astros will send Justin Berlander to the mound for Game 2 tonight while the Nationals counter with Steven Strasburg. In the NFL, Dallas Cowboys kicker Brett Mayer was named the NFC's Special Teams Player of the Week after his 7-for-7 day, going 4-for-4 on extra points and 3-for-3 on field goals, which included a 63-yarder at the end of the first half. With that kick, Mayer became the first player in NFL history with three successful field goals of 60 yards or more. It's his third Player of the Week honor in the last two seasons. Finally in the NBA, the Spurs open up the regular season tonight at home as they welcome the New York Knicks into the AT&T Center for a 7.30 tip. Game Night San Antonio will help you get you ready for that game at 5.30 on the Blitz. I'm James Pledger for ESPN San Antonio. President Donald Trump has removed the sanctions imposed on Turkey and once again praised his decision to withdraw U.S. forces from northern Syria. President Trump is taking credit for a ceasefire in Syria, saying the U.S. has done something special by getting what started as a five-day pause to stick. In response, the U.S. will lift economic penalties on Turkey. The sanctions will be lifted unless something happens that we're not happy with. This was an outcome created by us, the United States, and nobody else. 
This ceasefire ends fighting that only began after the Trump administration seemed to give Turkey a green light to carry out a long-planned incursion against Kurdish forces in Syria. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Presidential candidate Joe Biden has widened his lead in the race for the Democratic nomination. A new CNN poll shows former Vice President Joe Biden's lead is at its widest margin since April. Biden has the support of 34 percent of Democratic-leaning voters. His best showing in a CNN poll since his campaign was launched. Biden has seen big spikes in support among moderate and conservative Democrats, racial and ethnic minorities, and older voters. Senator Elizabeth Warren is second in the poll with 19% support, and Senator Bernie Sanders is third with 16%. Lisa Carter. NBC News Radio. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is endorsing Jessica Cisneros to represent the 28th District of Texas in Congress. Representative from New York announced her support for Cisneros yesterday. Cisneros is a 26-year-old from Laredo running on a Justice Democrat platform known for the Green New Deal proposal and her challenge to replace fellow Democrat Henry Cuellar. Cuellar has represented that district since 2005 that runs from the outskirts of San Antonio down to Laredo and the western portion of the Rio Grande Valley. NBA Hall of Famer Shaquille O'Neal is giving his thoughts on the NBA-China controversy. Shaquille O'Neal has come to the defense of Houston Rockets general manager Daryl Morey, who set off a firestorm between the NBA and China earlier this month when he tweeted his support for pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong. Shaq during TNT's pregame show on opening night of the NBA season. One of our best values here in America is free speech. We're allowed to say what we want to say, and we're allowed to speak up about injustices. And that's just how it goes. And if people don't understand that, that's something that they have to deal with. As a result of Maury's tweet, several Chinese partners cut ties with the NBA, and its largest broadcaster refused to air preseason games taking place in the country. Matt Piper, CBS News. KTSA Money News. Another big blast of corporate earnings influenced the stock market. Boeing and Caterpillar were winners. Texas Instruments and Snap were disappointments. The Dow gained 45 points to 26,834. The Nasdaq rose 15 points to 81.19. And the S&P advanced 8 points to 3,004. Oil rose $1.49 to $55.97 a barrel. Shares in Boeing lifted off on the firm's expectation that it will win regulatory approval for the 737 MAX to resume flying in the fourth quarter. Jason Brooks, CBS News. The news never stops. This is Texas News Radio. Therapists and counselors across the country are getting creative to get kids and their family the help they need. Ten-year-old Melody Namvar is living up to her name. Whenever I have a chance, I like to do this. Diagnosed with leukemia, Melody's taking part in Children's National Hospital's music therapy program. Your mind's not focused on what you're down about. At Creative Ways Therapy, counselor Mulvinia Bowden uses a small sandbox to help engage kids. Jose Ventura says it's worked for his 10-year-old son. Little by little, I start seeing the changes. Steve Dorsey, CBS News, Washington. Cleveland is not the only city Sherwin-Williams is considering for their new headquarters. Public reports out yesterday indicate the Cleveland-based paint company is looking at potential sites in Charlotte, Houston, Dallas, and Atlanta for its home base. 
The report follows a Cleveland blogger's post that Sherwin-Williams had decided to stay in downtown Cleveland. Watch what you say. A proposed state bill would make uttering a common curse word a finable offense. Technically, according to Webster, it's a word for a female dog. But in modern culture, it takes on new meanings from offensive to playful. We're talking the B word. And one state lawmaker wants to ban the use of it in some cases. Yvonne of Medford says it's part of her vocabulary. But I wouldn't speak ever. <laughs> really? It would be very hard for me. Yvonne says she uses it playfully, but there's nothing playful about the proposed bill. We're using the B word to accost, annoy, degrade, or demean someone. Could cost you a fine of up to $200 and put you in prison for up to six months. That's WBZ Radio's Sherry Small. A local TV reporter broadcast live from a car show, so uh, what could go wrong? TV reporter Angel Cardenas on Sunday giving viewers of KMAX-TV's Good Day Sacramento a live peek at the Sacramento International Auto Show hours before the doors open. So no one is out here to tell me which car can I can't go in. Climbing on the trunk of a classic 1950s Thunderbird convertible. I feel like a kid in a candy store without the owner because you could do anything. Next, he opened the door of another T-Bird and... Oh! Are you kidding? Nobody's looking. Yeah, except the horrified TV viewers. As for Cardenas, he's looking for his next job. Dave Packer, ABC News. This is Texas News Radio. CBS Eye on Veterans from ConnectingVets.com. The U.S. Army is now using video games as part of its recruitment strategy. But Major General Frank Muth explained why ArmyCon is more than just gamers with guns. ArmyCon almost sums up what we've tried to do with recruiting for this last year. Start with virtual and then meet reality. Check out the games, check out all the stuff we're doing with our eSports outreach team, and then walk out the back of the trailer and meet a squad from the 82nd. Meet a sniper squad from uh, the SF or the Rangers. Look at an Apache, a Blackhawk. We're trying to find that certain soldier that we need in the the future that understands tech. I'm Phil Briggs from ConnectingVets.com for CBS News. I'm Anthony Mason with Gail King and Tony DeCopo. The Houston Astros lost game one of the World Series against the Washington Nationals last night, but it's drama off the field that's making headlines. Major League Baseball is investigating expletive-filled comments the Astros' assistant general manager made to a group of female reporters. CBS This Morning Saturday co-host... Dana Jacobson is here. Dana, this is putting a cloud over the series. Well, Anthony, at the very least, you could say that the Astros are in damage control mode. The comments you mentioned happened in Houston's clubhouse after they clinched the American League pennant over the weekend. Assistant GM Brandon Taubman is accused of turning to three female reporters, then launching into a gratuitous celebration of a controversial player who the Astros had initially been criticized for acquiring after he'd been accused of domestic violence. This was the setting in which Brandon Taubman's explosive comments took place. Sports Illustrated reporter Stephanie Epstein wrote that Taubman turned to three female reporters, one of whom was wearing a domestic violence bracelet, and yelled, Thank God we got Osuna. I'm so expletive glad we got Osuna. He was referring to pitcher Roberto Osuna, picked up by the Astros after he was arrested on domestic violence charges in 2018 for allegedly assaulting the mother of his young child. 
Charges against Osuna were later dropped, but he was found to have violated Major League Baseball's domestic violence policy and served a 75-game suspension. My name is Brandon Taubman. The Astros initially said the report was misleading and irresponsible. But other reporters backed up Epstein's account. With pressure mounting yesterday, Taubman issued an apology. I used inappropriate language for which I am deeply sorry and embarrassed, and I am sorry if anyone was offended by my actions. Astros owner and chairman Jim Crane also released a statement saying the team is committed to using our voice to create awareness and support on the issue of domestic violence. Astros manager A.J. Hinch, who did not witness the incident, said what happened was uncalled for. No one, I don't, I don't, it doesn't matter if it's a player, a coach, a manager, any of you members of the media, um, should ever feel like when you come into our clubhouse that you're going to be uncomfortable or disrespected. It is worth noting the reporters did not ask any questions about Osuna, who pitched poorly in the game prior to that, and also that Osuna has denied any of those domestic violence allegations. Major League Baseball issued a statement after Taubman's apology condemning any action that would minimize the seriousness of domestic violence and said it would interview those involved in this incident. KTSA Entertainment. Avengers Endgame star Tessa Thompson says she's eager for an all-female Marvel movie. Thompson tells E.T. that all the females she talks to who are in the Marvel Cinematic Universe are all on board for an A-Force film. Rapper Cardi B will have a small role in the upcoming Fast and Furious 9. This just off her first movie role alongside Jennifer Lopez in Hustlers. The film races into theaters next spring. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, Deadpool star Ryan Reynolds is 43, Weird Al Yankovic is 60, and which Oscar-winning director is responsible for Brokeback Mountain and Life of Pi? That would be Ang Lee, who today turns 65. This report brought to you by CBS Audio. For more entertainment, news, sports, and lifestyle features, go to cbsaudio.com forward slash podcast and explore all that CBS Audio has to offer. From the Entertainment Tonight newsroom in Hollywood, I'm Kevin Frazier. The first show on Chip and Joanna Gaines' Magnolia Network will feature the couple's favorite band and close friends. Home on the Road will follow Johnny Swim uh, musicians Abner uh, Ramirez and Amanda Sudano Ramirez as they tour the country with their four-year-old son and one-year-old daughter. Home on the Road premieres on the Gaines' new cable network in 2020. The couple shot to fame on HGTV's Fixer Upper, wrapping up their five-season run last April. A Kardashian sister is getting slammed for trying to cash in on her baby wake-up call. Twitter says, for real? Rise and shine. Kylie Jenner has filed to trademark the phrase rise and shine after two mere seconds of singing to her one-year-old daughter Stormy went viral. The 22-year-old makeup moguls already capitalized on the moment with sweatshirts and turned it into a Teletubbies-esque Instagram post with her face at the center of a shining sun. Followers are calling it all extra. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. Someone secretly recorded female college athletes changing and showering in a South Carolina locker room after a game and posted that video to a porn website. Investigators are looking into five videos of five different female teams recorded in a male locker room, which doubles as a female visiting team locker room at Limestone College in Gaffney, South Carolina. Police believe the videos were secretly recorded from a camera on a sink between 2012 and 2013. They were posted to a pornographic website. Earlier this month, the videos came to the attention of Bellarmine 
Men University in Louisville. Some of their former female athletes were in the videos. Gaffney police are now investigating. Ryan Burrow, ABC News. KTSA AccuWeather. Clear this evening and clouds increasing late tonight, low 66, mostly cloudy tomorrow. Parts of the area can have a shower or thunderstorm in the afternoon, high 83. It'll evolve into a steadier rain tomorrow night, which may be heavy at times. There'll also be a thunderstorm around. Watch out for flash flooding with a low of 43 in the hill country, 48 along the river walk. A passing morning shower, otherwise we dry things out on Friday, much cooler with clouds and some sunshine, high 64. I'm meteorologist Carl Erickson with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. Texas News Radio. Is a production of 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Get news anytime online and stay connected at KTSA.com.